Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always professional. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, it goes <laughs> Like, what Bloody. is going Bloody. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Look, here's the thing. When I tell you I'm always ready, I'm fucking lying. Okay. Look, I, I, I'm trying to adjust here. Just a minute. Hi, welcome to Two Dads in a Podcast. The, the podcast of podcast. The branch. The da, branch. Da, I don't know what else to say. Branch is... It's okay. We can just leave. You just muted yourself. <laughs> I did. I didn't even do it that time. I didn't time. even try to. I just leaned forward and it happened. Okay, so we're talking about trees. Talking about trees. Our favorite trees. Yes, our favorite Here's fictional trees. So we're, we're, we're going to branch out a little bit here and we're going to talk specifically about the fictional trees. Yeah, that's my thing here. That's what we did. Is fictional trees. We, maybe one day, just for the hell of it, we'll do like real trees because it'll just be silly as shit. But for now, we're big nerds and we like nerdy things like... Oh man, my shit is cutting trees. fast as fuck. So, I think it's my turn to start, isn't it? It is. Is, is everything okay over there? <laughs> I said... It is. God damn it. Oh, God. His internet's going to have lots of fun today. All right. So starting with my number five fictional tree, it's probably one of the most influential trees in all of history, to be be honest. And I I know that's living up to quite the uh, that that's me kind of talking real highly of this tree, but that's because it, it really is, and it's Yggdrasil. I mean, fuck. It's the world tree. It's Norse mythology, you know? It's been around for centuries, you know, since the 13th century at least, and it has influenced so much in nerd culture between video games. You know, it's in God of War. It's in a lot of the, you know, big fantasy RPGs. It's in the Marvel series with Thor and so many other things. It's in animes. It's everywhere. Yggdrasil is all over the place. And it's just, it's the world tree. It's what connects everything. And in collect it connects the nine worlds, if you will, and everything exists because of this tree. And it, it's just such a cool concept. I absolutely just love the the design sometimes of with what what they do with Yggdrasil. You know, it's this gigantic, literal, huge tree that engulfs countries. <laughs> is how big it is. And it's just such a cool, cool tree. And it's so influential. Like I said, it's in so much different stuff. It's wonderful. I like yours. I do. It's respectable. Mine, not as much. Because mine is the (laughs) Keebler elf tree. The Keebler elf tree. (laughs) Dude, bro. Just because there's... 
It, goddamn chocolate chip cookies. They no. make cookies in the damn tree, and it's, no, it's a magical place. <laughs> Look, man, I am fully I down with that. I love the Cape Laurel tree. Look, you remember the commercials, right? I do, I do, and they have this big that, ass factory in this tiny ass tree. <laughs> it's a magical tree. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's and you know it's not just like a it's not just like a cartoon tree. They kind of have inspirations for it. You know, it's they've got like they based off like mushroom like uh, folklore and and sort of like toadstool stuff. You know, it's, it's yeah. sort of yeah boom like an umbrella. They have actual news articles like specifically talking about the tree. But that is extremely uninteresting. Well, to be fair, like, it's <laughs> the so, news. If it's boring, they have, like, if nothing's going on, they write some really <laughs> stupid shit. Let's be honest. So, like, a little, like, history about the backer, the bakery. The bakery is, like, Godfrey Keebler opened up the first bakery in 1853 in Philadelphia. For a second, and in I, I was like, God free. Who is free and it, why is he a god? <laughs> um. <laughs> god free. Yeah, it used to be a name. In, in 1927, they joined, like, sort of, eh, kind of like a bakery union with, like, the United Biscuit Company and stuff. And so, like, within time, it grew up into the Keebler Elf sort of lore and so you you have this fantastic not just it it's weird because it's a, a cookie but it's it's fantastical and it just oh, sort I'm of sorry. are you still going on about back this? the days I'm sorry, where I do, I they advertise to kids <laughs> and children um especially what? like cigarettes and stuff like they advertise to kids <laughs> they so did. That, that's really, they really what this was <laughs> They really so did. I love it, and uh, it's it, part of it, like being a '90s kid. So you know that, like all the commercials we watched, it had this giant fucking Keebler elf tree, and, and it all these elves baking in this crazy factory, and it's, it's brilliant. So that's mine. It's I I feel like it might be unexpected to some, but it is a I fantasy like it. tree. It 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 is. Thank you. That brings us to number four. My number four is the Whomping Willow. This pretty much had to exist on my list. It, it had to be here. And it, it's it's there because I love the Harry Potter series. And the Whomping Willow is just such an interesting and really cool idea where it's the sentient tree that beats the shit out of everybody who comes close to it. It, I mean, it's my spirit tree. That's really what it is. It's my spirit tree. And if, if I could, I would be a Whomping Willow. And you would have to rub me the right way so that you could get close to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's no, uh, it's true. I honestly true. like. I wish that was on my list, but that it could is be. such an awesome. It tree. could be on your list. It could have been, but it's not. <laughs> and but I love it still. It's a great tree. So my my number four though is Ethel. Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Ethel. Ethel. So you know the musician Frank Zappa, do you? Do you? <laughs> so Frank Zappa is known for his like outlandish music and stuff. And so he has this song about Billy the Mountain. It's like Billy the Mountain. And 
He has a wife that lives on his shoulder, and she is a tree. A tree. And so a tree. They explore America together. And even they even make a stop outside of Columbus, Ohio, which is just interesting for us being native Columbus ins Columbusians, Columbusoans. Yes. Yeah, so, we'll go with that. Sure. The, so Billy the Mountain has this wife on his shoulder who is Ethel the tree. And they just go on this adventure through America, starting in L.A., and ending up on the east coast and it is just a brilliant so and it is um depending on the version you listen to whether it's live or recorded anywhere from between 25 minutes to 30 minutes yeah it's long as fuck look up look up like (laughs) anybody who's listening to this look up the lyrics it is literally a short freaking story it's an essay it's an entire essay It's amazing, is what it is, and just fucking. <laughs> they, it's so romantic. How did it's I so know romantic. this was going to be on your list? I, <laughs> fucking. Um, <laughs> Jesus. He Zappa, never touched Zappa a drug in his life. Uh, I I don't know if I believe that. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. So the most interesting part of this is that originally live it was um 100 like ad-libbed so the whole story was fabricated on stage Wait, and, stories are which fabricated? is amazing for like <laughs> right it's amazing <laughs> for a 30 minute song but it's made even more amazing by the fact like like he played he it with one of the founding members of the turtles which if you don't know who they are look them up and not the teenage um, mutant variety um so so what what are we on like number um number three six so i now we're getting into a little more well on like i don't know we're on to number three that's what we are we're there what's something else what's yours at (laughs) what's your number three though my energy is at number three and this number (laughs) this tree is the wispy woods from Kirby. It's a, he's he's a reoccurring boss that exists pretty much in every single Kirby game in the Kirby cartoon yeah, for and real. Smash Brothers. Uh, Wispy Woods shows up in 32 well, different games. What's more than what's 32 different one? games? Uh Kirby's Epic Yarn, I think or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the best. That's but, the best. Uh, but there's there's so many different versions of wispy woods and they change his design very very slightly but he's always you recognize him you see him and you know immediately that this is wispy woods and he he always has the iconic you know giant just oval eyes that are black as a soul because he tries to murder you with apples and just this oval <laughs> mouth and this Pinocchio-like <laughs> nose. And that is who Wispy Woods is. And like I said, he exists in over 32 different games. Sometimes he's an apple tree. Other times he has no fruit. You know, they change the color of his leaves depending on what game or what uh, mode you play. That's the best one to and pick. You know, you get like the red, I like yellows mostly. Yeah. So my, like my number three. All over. No, yeah. 
my number three is the White Tree of Gondor. So we're doing this. Oh, we're not Lord doing a sentient tree segment. Man, there are so well, many to trees be, to pick from. Uh, Yggdrasil could be argued sentient or not sentient, but we're pretty positive Yggdrasil well, is sentient. No. I mean, <laughs> but, but with, right on, with right on. It's a, rings, it's a symbolic. You have a lot very, you can very symbolic from. tree with the the white yeah. tree. It is, and honestly, it takes sort of like I mean, it's weird to say it takes a different form with each generation, but it kind of does. And the one that we're all familiar with is the one that doesn't bloom until it gets this one little bud. But it is always beautiful, and it just um, pure white. It's like the it's the encapsulation of the royalty of the realm of humanity mm-hmm. it is the purity of humanity and for this what what i what i really like about it too is like you said it really it it's symbolism essentially for mankind yeah. and the strength of mankind you know the one that we're familiar yeah. with like you said in the movies especially it's withered it's decayed it's dying and it isn't really until you know at the end that Aragorn, you know, uh, finally takes back over and he becomes king again. And, you know, then the tree blooms. It Even dead, it looked gorgeous mm-hmm. and it looked like hope. The illustrations of it are really, really cool, too. So, definitely. Yeah, I like that. Definitely. I like that. Brilliant. Well, we're on to number two. So, we're... we're number we're, two. We're really getting up there and... This is this is where it kind of got a little difficult for me to determine okay which one was going to get number 1 and which one was going to get number 2. But for number 2, oh nice, nice. The the, the one that ended up getting knocked down if you will cuz they're both fantastic. Yeah. Is the great Deku tree. And ah yes. Everybody who who and listens God and God damn it, who, we interviewed the great Deku tree. We did. We did. Man, uh, the only and, canonical. Uh, and I voice. mentioned then, yeah, I mentioned then it was such a relief to get a voice to that tree that was so iconic, especially with, like I said, my at the time my son starting to play those Zelda games. And what, what's really and funny, really, we didn't have that with voice. Like, the voice to it too. I had I had my buddy Nick over. Uh, not too long ago, and we were watching the interview we did with Sean Shiplock, the voice of the great Deku Tree. And if you watch that interview and you see what Sean looks like, and then you listen to his great Deku Tree voice, it's like, wait a second, that voice came out of that dude? <laughs> and his, his, the look on his face was legitimately that. But no, 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 the reason I picked the great Deku Tree is it's just like Wispy Woods in that it's so iconic in video games and you think legend of zelda you're immediately going to have this picture of this big giant tree and he's there almost everywhere you know his big appearance ocarina of time wind waker breath of the wild three of the biggest legend of zelda games out there in popularity of course ocarina of time is where he first showed up 1998 but it's just right, right. He's just this really iconic. You and literally I go mean, inside of him, and he's just this wise. Think about that. Nineteen ninety-eight. We're what nine years old? You think about nine that years old? date. <laughs> you think 
it's 10 years into the game already almost and they just establish this massive history yeah i i love the great deku tree like i said the dungeons inside of the great deku tree both with you know the the ocarina of time with going into that dungeon and then in the breath of the wild it expands so much you get the master sword right in front of it and you know you have to go back there when you do the master master sword trials and he's just such an iconic part of the legend of zelda universe that he ended up being my number two 100 percent necessary so my 100%. number dos is groot groot Gotta groot be. just groot. narrowly missed my list man i i knew he was going to be on yours i knew he was going to be on yours so because you're <laughs> such a you know comic you. book nerd i appreciate you that, knowing me so much so like 1960 this character was introduced guardian of the galaxies has been so huge and i am can't groot wait for the third movie boom i like, am groot brilliant so there is like it's a it's a shallow pick in that way i that am groot. It's just been so well portrayed in all the movies obviously the comic books i love comic books and i, I love groot. the character in comic books and this is such a fucking like i thought about doing that this entire part. um no. group of people i, and I love Vin diesel <laughs> just coming out here and doing this like just literally just i am back <laughs> into uh, look look so brilliant what what i love especially with the movie portrayals and even with the art and the yeah, comic books yeah. and everything is he only says i am groot but there is so much emotion expressed in the way it's said and the way they they depict the character and, and his art and his design <laughs> And, you know, if he goes, I am Groot versus I am Groot, (laughs) you know, you know that that's happy versus sad. And it's just, it's really unique how they created this character. And he, well, and he's such a badass character too. Like he's, he gets (laughs) these crazy powers, man. I love love every bit of it. I love that they did it. And so number two goes to that. Well, brings us to number number one one. and this is the one that won out for me and it is also a sentient tree we have a theme going here (laughs) sorry i couldn't help myself um so (laughs) (laughs) this one just won out over the great deku tree but it you know when i thought about it and i broke everything down it had to and it's tree beard it's the ents you know the ents as a whole tree beard as a specific man willow it's it's not old man willow it's not old man willow it's tree beard because (laughs) tree beard was just so badass (laughs) you know he man he was he was for real and he i mean even gandalf gandalf says literally said that the Ents and Treebeard as a whole is the oldest living thing that still walks upon the sun, beneath the sun, upon this Middle Earth. Treebeard is the oldest freaking thing. But honestly, like, I love Treebeard's character. You know, he he kind of, honestly, if you really break it down, he 
kind of embodies the mentality of a lot of people where, you know, I'm going to go about my life. I'm going to do my own things. I'm not going to worry about what's going on around me because all of that is just a blink of an eye in what's going on. Well, until it it affects me, especially in the movies, he really encapsulates the roles of the Tom Bombadils and the old men willows. He wraps that up in one for the film. Yes. And even in the books, it it provides a history that you just can't ignore because it is completely fascinating. Yeah. Like and the character is very important to the story too. You know, he talks about in the book, Saruman used to walk through Fangorn Forest and talk to Treebeard and you know, then Treebeard suddenly realizes that Saruman even is talks about that in- plotting evil things. And, you know, so he's a yeah. very important kind of tie between what's going on. And honestly, he 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 got my number yeah. one because he led he led the, the battle of Isengard. And that scene in the extended edition is just so badass to watch. I fucking love that scene. But my number one has to draw back. To one of my favorite animated shows. And it is Darren the Ancient Sleeper. Darren the Ancient Sleeper. Okay. Continue. It's actually not. So Darren the Ancient Sleeper. Is is like this tree slash rock. Sort of god. That is summoned by Maja. So he's an witch To fight in the. um, (laughs) You know. Um, in the adventure of course, time your number show. one had to be adventure time <laughs> my actual number one though is treehouse 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 that they live in finn and jake live in and it's really it's it's a weeping willow tree so but like, not a whomping willow there's a the, distinction between i love that. the whomping willow it's a brilliant tree but this is a weeping willow tree and it starts all the way back to a tree that is birthed among one of uh, Finn's previous incarnations, which is this uh, uh, a chick who really she is like this rebel sort of person, and and she is trying to steal this amulet from Princess Bubblegum, and she ends up losing an arm before that, and Princess Bubblegum gives her like a makeshift arm, like a, a, a metal arm prototype. And so she feels guilty, blah, blah, blah. She steals the amulet. She gets uh, stopped by the Gumball Guardians, dropped into this lake of ooze, and turns into this, like, monster thing, kind of uh, A-bomb, like, monster mutated thing, and just, like, lays dead in front of a tree that is just now blossoming, and it grows into this weeping willow tree, That is the fort for Finn and Jake. But this fort is sort of the the home for all of the adventures in Adventure Time. All of the sort of things that they get into with Bimo and uh, Ice King and shit. And it really is just this home. Even to the last episode, it becomes this giant, beautiful, blossoming tree that they... Despite the fact that they hollowed out the entire inside of it and you know right pra- and practically it's, murdered it's the tree from the though. inside out 
It is brilliant. Yeah, it is. It is really brilliant. fun. You know, the design, the forts, the it's it's just a very silly, very fun little little tree. Well, big tree. Right. But yeah, it is. Your number it one is. had to be. Adventure and and time. one of the interesting <laughs> things it had to be It 100 percent had to be one of the things I loved is if you pay attention to Adventure Time, you notice every incarnation of Finn before he loses his arm in the actual like show every incarnation from his past life of her to his like imagined future life or alternate life where he's like this farm boy they all lose the same arm before he loses that arm spoilers dude so there's a lot of foreshadowing in the show if you pay attention and it all makes sense at the end. Spoilers. Fuck you. This you, the master of spoiling things ten and years after saying the fact, spoiler is, <laughs> is if you haven't seen the show yet, HBO Max has new episodes. Yes, yes. Definitely go watch it. Adventure really? Time is pretty fantastic. It is pretty it is. fantastic. And, and I love this tree just because of this. And it's brilliant. That's it. My number one and on with the show. Nice. Well, guys, as always, if if you oh, boom, have bang, boom, if you have a favorite tree, let us know. Facebook, Keep Twitter, Instagram, comment on one of our YouTube videos. You can email us at 2 dap 2020 at gmail.com. Growing. Uh, check out our Patreon. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We have the conclusion of our Lord of the Rings deep dive where we compare the book to the movie oh, The Return of the King. Gosh. Oh, I can't Spoiler wait. It's going to be super alerts. fun. This is he the returns. End of the king <laughs> The king has returned. Boom goes the dynamite. All right guys, love you all. Stay tuned. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Love you guys.